welcome to the ECG podcast, a show where some East Coast buddies who have never met in person gather remotely once a week to hang out and discuss our love of video games. For this week of July 24th, 2020, we're going to be talking all about the big Xbox game showcase from today, July 23rd. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Waterman, joining you from a still very hot Jacksonville, Florida, joined tonight by Mr. Adam Gumbert from Lexington, Kentucky. Hey, hey. We got Robbie Bobby Miller from Baltimore, Maryland. Hey, hey. And of course, uh, Zach Cassell back. Uh, glad that your uh, your cousin's not uh, with us. We don't we don't want the B team, you know. Uh, Bruno just says no, Zach. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because we would get no love in New York for Cam Newton in New England. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said something. Uh, I told told us to tell you. Uh, the Red Sox uh, suck and fuck the Patriots, I think, were his uh, <laughs> parting words last week. So uh, without further ado, <laughs> let's jump right in. We we had a, a Microsoft Xbox games showcased today. Uh, a lot of a lot of things happening. A lot of games shown off. Everything that was shown, important to note at the top of the show, is available on Xbox Game Pass. Every single thing or is available Ew. in the free to play title. Which is pretty exciting, you know. Like I think, like it's it's hard to overstate at this point the value of Game Pass. So that was just kind of the icing on the cake, which was really cool. Um, before we jump into the specifics, uh, what did everybody think? Like, give me your uh, your kind of gut impressions on on how this went today and and how you feel about it. Not a lot. All right, I'll I'll go first. I'll go first. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think it can go two ways. I'm looking at it like in in two ways. Yeah, so. One, as primarily an Xbox gamer, like I thought it was really good because it showed me the beauty of what Game Pass is like is. And, you know, all these games, no matter if I was like, oh, that looks cool or uh, yeah, that's whatever or oh, I'm so excited for that. Like, I'm going to be able to play it no matter what, because it's going to be on Game Pass. And I think that's like the was the biggest takeaway for me, um, you know, especially with something of the scope of Halo going to be available to me to play without having to shell out $60 to play it is huge. And um, as far as the games themselves, obviously I thought Halo, um, you know, looked really cool for, for what they're trying to go for. Um, you know, the addition of that grappling hook and everything was really cool. My, my biggest thing, cause I, I won't talk forever. So you guys can talk that I, I don't hear anybody talking about. Um, and it, we didn't get gameplay or anything. We still know nothing about it, but man, that Everwild games, really catching my eye and it's it's it gave me like horizon vibes in terms of like just like a whole new world that is you know vibrant and and got these you know awesome creatures in it and you can't wait to go around and explore and see what kinds of creatures there are and all that i'm assuming it's going to be an open world game uh yeah that game's one that caught my eye the most in terms of like i can't wait to see more of what that game is very cool bobby how about you man i know you're a you're a a big playstation (laughs) Uh, fan, I, I know you. You're looking forward to like Xbox selling you on, you know, getting an Xbox uh, next gen, especially right away. Like, how, what was your reaction to this? See, I'm I'm more split because honestly, I don't think uh, my hard part is that, like I, I tweeted out just before the show started is uh, everybody's complaining about the graphics from Halo and 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 other things it's it seems to me that everything from these shows just seems redundant to me it seems like it's the same stuff but it just seems like Xbox had much more time since E3 last year and people need to understand that there's no E3 so these uh, what are they calling them uh they're not live streams um 
this was the showcase. Yeah, like yeah. It, people are expecting way too much, and it's like I'm I'm getting both consoles either way. But I think at this point, even after this show, I'm not sold. Uh, I think Game Pass is the best thing I've ever seen, and that's coming from a PlayStation guy. I I would love to see that on PlayStation, uh, but at the same time, I don't because I like it keeps competition alive. Um, <clears throat> but I didn't. Uh, there weren't really any games that uh, stood out too much to me. I am going to get Halo. Uh, I don't care what it looks like graphically. Uh, it's just, it's a fun game. But uh, yeah, I don't, I just feel like all these conferences are just doing the same thing. I honestly, at this point, I just want a date and a price. I think that's, <laughs> Should that's get that what next I'd month. like to see. Yeah, I, and I that's what I'm hoping for. Is, there, you know, you'll probably see a few more games. Probably no big announcements if I had to guess, but I imagine there'll be, you know, a game or you know, two or something, and uh, yeah. you know, you'll you'll get a price next month. So, yeah, and I um, also I, not to cut you up, but set, the one thing I didn't like is is PlayStation at exact moment that the Xbox conference started, they tweeted out MLB the show like at twelve oh three, like MLB the show's on sale and buy stubs, and then even when Xbox did the Outer Worlds DLC, PlayStation tweeted at the same moment like, hey, we got it too. I'm like, I, I didn't, I'm not really a fan of that. I, uh, it seems like it's taken it away. I mean, Outer Worlds did look good. The new DLC looked great, but I didn't like that. PlayStation had to keep poking the bear. That was driving me nuts. But, I mean, I think it was good. I I, I love most of the indie games. I'm more of an indie game guy mm-hmm. uh, lately. Uh, but it was good. I'm still not sold on either console. I mean, I honestly, I, I hate to say this, but I just found out I have a lot more mm-hmm. Xbox games than I realized talking to you guys like five minutes ago. Uh, so I have to get the plan. I thought I only had Sea of Thieves, uh, but I have a, a lot more than I thought. Very cool. Adam, uh, give, give me your, your gut reaction. Oh, yeah. So just first thing, um, in general, for all of these um, conferences, we've seen them with either in the Sony one or watching Ubisoft or this one. Afterwards, go on YouTube and watch the 4K version of all these trailers. Oh, yeah. You'll see how good these games actually look. Because in a live stream, they do not look nearly as good. Watching those 4K trailers afterwards... You'll see what these games, yeah, they look a lot better. I, I understand they have to live stream, just that's how it works, but watching the actual videos themselves is much more impressive. So just a heads up for anyone who thinks these games don't look good. Um, check those things out. Uh, but yeah, for me, uh, again, yeah, like Zach said, Game Pass is the best deal ever uh, based on all this stuff coming to it. I'm excited for everything that was shown, basically. Not necessarily every single thing, but um, I mean, with Game Pass, what, it's not going to hurt me to try it, at least. Um, and I was impressed by most games, like just being able to get Tetris Effect on Xbox is cool. Um, all the first party games, I think, look really interesting. Um, they freaked me out with Jack Black, but hey, Psychonauts 2 looks real good. Ah, did you think they were going to get a Brutal Legend? I thought it was going to be Brutal Legend 2. I, yeah. really I don't care. It's yeah. Jack Black's awesome, so you can do whatever you want to do. I'm excited for that, yeah. Yeah. Um, you never know. Th- if they got him, maybe there's something more going on behind the scenes, right? Yeah, like pretty sometimes. sure he had the shirt on. Yeah. So maybe there, maybe that's an overture or, you know, like a little Easter egg and nod like, hey, we know that you guys, there's a hardcore fan base, but I'm sorry, continue. Oh, no, no, you're good. So, yeah, no. So I had uh, like a month ago, kind of NYC, the Kyle and Mike and those guys asked me to come on and do a live stream with them for today. And all those guys are pretty much PlayStation guys. They were all like, and this is how I feel, is that I don't think this conference was going to sell anybody like saying xbox over playstation if you're a playstation dude but they're all like i'm gonna get both now yeah so i think that yeah that's that's nice so here's a bunch of cool first party games game pass is the best thing ever um so hey maybe also get us as well and for me the dude who gets all of them is you know anyways yeah if i if i was on the fence this would definitely make me be like oh yeah i need to get this 
based on the value of Game Pass. So, and I, I think the games look pretty, and uh, I'm pretty hyped for everything except for Crossfire. Stop with Crossfire. I know it's crazy popular. I just don't yeah, care. but that story trailer man from Remedy looked awesome. It did I look thought. good. They got me. I like Remedy, <laughs> so and uh, I'm happy to see Fable come back. So let's go, guys. Oh, so, speaking of Easter eggs, did we see the Battletoad action figure? Yes, in grounded. grounded. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I laughed. That, that whole trailer was cool. They were like the biggest game of the year, and it was like Cyberpunk. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that definitely sold me on that particular uh, like just the tone of that. Like, maybe I was like, all right, now I gotta check this out because like if there's this kind of humor in the. Game, I think it just like, looks a lot better than it did the first time we saw it too. Like just the way it's it, it, it it's the characters moving everything and and all that. It looked really janky. I think the first time we saw it. And now I think it looks really good. And then it's, even then, it's still going into the preview. Program. Yeah, soon as well. Yeah, um, um, next week. Next week. Yeah, and it's on Game Pass, so you can just download it now and play when it comes out. Oh, yeah, also, yeah. random. Ori in the Will of the Wisp at 120 frames a second. Let's go. Yeah, that look, I Jesus like it was cool. Slow down. I yeah, I can't wait to um, you know, I've got some stuff I never finished in that game, like like some collectibles and stuff. So with uh thanks to smart delivery, I should be able to just pop it on and get, jump right back in. Um so my my initial gut and then we'll kind of go blow by blow and hit the highlights at least. Um like I'll be honest, like I was just like not majorly, but like slightly disappointed in a few things. Um and this is just my initial reaction. Uh um you know the halo like some of the graphical fidelity like like some of the textures almost look like they were missing in the game and um you know like the gameplay looked great to me the environments looked cool but also like just a little bit generic but that could have also been like pre-alpha footage like you know, i don't know if this is a situation where they had to like you know kind of throw this demo together under less than ideal circumstances there's still a few months left to go in the game so uh so who knows um you know and then uh, I, I think I just I had my hopes up, you know, a little too high on um, s- some of the, uh, you know, Xbox game studios, like on what I thought, how many and big announcements we were going to get our oh shit moments. All that being said, like having, you know, a couple hours to reflect since the conference, um, I will tell you that, like, the more I, I meditated on, you know, what was actually shown and what's on offer, like the more I was kind of like, you know what, like, actually, I think it was a really good conference and it showed, you know, that Microsoft is kind of playing their own game, so to speak, when it comes to next gen. I think they have one of the most diverse lineups of games. Um, and the fact that everything we saw today is on Game Pass and everything is so divor- diverse, I think is incredible. Like that's it shows that like they are, you know, not a, a one note, um, you know, div- uh, publisher and you know platform like that they embrace a lot of different games from a lot of different companies and a lot of different genres a lot of different budget a lot of different price points uh if you you know choose to buy the games a la carte instead of game pass i don't know why you would at this point and you know once i kind of looked at it from that that point of view and i realized also that we have so many studios left that you know we didn't get announcements from now but we'll see stuff from in the coming years like i felt a lot better about it like I, you know, I, it's undeniable that I'm going to get, you know, a PS5 and an Xbox Series X. And I, I think the way that the next generation is going, like now, it's very clear that these consoles are going to be very different and, and how, you know, how they handle next gen and what their focuses are. And I think that's better, right? Like, uh, don't you guys agree? Like, I would much rather have diversity between the two consoles and like very different reasons to play a PlayStation and an Xbox. Other than just, I can play the big AAA games that are third party either place, 
and I just want to get the AAA exclusives for both of them. Like, do you do you guys agree? Do you feel that like that's like kind of where you're at as well? Like, um, I think this incentivizes is this incentivizes me more to get both consoles because they are very different, like, and what they're going to be doing and what they're you know kind of doing now at the end of this generation. I I'll tell you, I do like that. It feels like with the every other conference between Xbox and PlayStation, it kind of makes it feel like they're actually two separate things. But yeah. people are wanting both, and I kind of enjoy this better than the E3. Who won? Blah 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 crap. I feel like now we're getting more, uh, which, like I said, 2020 has been messed up. Uh, like GDC, everything's getting canceled, and otherwise, it wouldn't be like it is now. So I think uh, I I do like the way it is now. I feel like we're getting more information, uh, and and they're starting to listen to the gamers now. So I kind of like the way it's going, to be honest. Uh, and I'm still getting both. As somebody that has a PC and a you know an Xbox, like you know, I mean, Game Pass is is just it's ridiculous value. Like you guys know, I'm a huge Destiny player. You know, no small news by the way that they announced that like all the current Destiny content plus the new expansion in the fall is going to be part of Game Pass. Like, granted, like there's an asterisk that won't include the season pass, but the the season pass is just cosmetic stuff that you unlock like Fortnite by playing the game. You still get access to all of the uh, the content that you would want to have um you know the major story stuff like it will all be available to you like that's incredible like that's that's a great value proposition on top of already a, a huge you know diverse lineup of games like i said of all different price points and budgets and um i just like i think we used to compare like, like you think xbox 360 and ps3 those were like apples to apples except you had like you know granny smith and you had like you know fuji apples and like maybe you prefer granny smith if you're this person and fuji apples for this like now it really is more like apples to oranges and not like in a bad way like it's just that you know you can see those divergent paths like it's something that nintendo did a long time ago by the way like where like nintendo you know welcomes like the occasional third-party thing but like it's very clear that they like to do their own thing like they march to the beat of their own drum and i'm kind of glad that microsoft's doing the same thing like they're gonna have you know, big AAA experiences, but like you, that's not all that they're interested in. And I think that's great. Yeah. And I think a lot of people too, a, a lot of, I feel like it's a lot of like Sony fans, maybe not like wanting to jump over, but like I, I their big thing is they, they want to see like Sony esque games on the Xbox, like yes. games like, you know, the last of us and God of war and in, in terms of scope like that. And, you know, that's not to say that there's still, I think, like six studios coming that we haven't seen anything from. So there's not to say that maybe we're not going to get an experience like that. But I, th- I feel like people just wanted to see trailer after trailer of games that were going to be like that. And I feel like that's not fair. Um, and and I and I understand and I get it. And or maybe this from like a frustrated Xbox gamer who, you know, does like single player games and, you know, it it is the truth that Xbox is lacking, you know, those big AAA single player experiences. Um, so at the same, like I, I get it to an extent, you know, if you're an Xbox gamer and you know maybe all your friends are there and you like that ecosystem and you, and you like single player games and you're not getting um, those from Microsoft like you would like to, unless it's a third party game. So like to that point, I get it. But like you said, at the same time, you're getting so many, so many different experiences on game pass that like there is something there for everybody like literally there is a game there that you want to play like and it, it's just it's too good of uh, a value to pass up and and like like you guys both said i'm, I'm getting both consoles personally i've always been 
um, you know, a dual console owner or, you know, three consoles in uh, this case with Nintendo to specifically be able to play the best of what every console has to offer. Um, because I don't like to just devote myself to one when I know that this experience is on the other one that I would very much enjoy. So I'm not going to subject myself to to one, you know, uh, and, and yeah, like, like I said, I, I'm pumped that, you know, if this showcase was a glimpse into the future of what Xbox is going to offer, like, yeah, I'm totally down with, you know, these kinds of experiences, you know, sprinkled in by games like Halo Infinite. And, you know, like I said, we still don't know how big games like Everwild are and the medium are and stuff like that. Like, we don't know the scope of those games. Hellblade as well. Exactly. More of that. So. Yeah. So and, you know, that's that, that was kind of disappointing to me. I thought we would see more on that. And the fact that they're touting uh, location videos says to me that they're maybe not as far into development as we would have liked to hope. Maybe not launch window like I predicted. Yeah, definitely, definitely I think not. That's gonna in. be a much bigger game in scope, and that's probably why. If I had to guess, like I think, yeah, then the that. first game, I I would imagine that's gonna sure. be your, you know, God of War, like not maybe like you know of quite that like caliber. Or who knows though? Well, the lore, like of, that but... kind of lore and stuff, like for sure, is definitely gonna gonna be there. I'm I'm super excited to see what they do. And but, but I yeah, I expect a meteor uh, game, you know, this time around, um, double the length or longer. I would call, but. uh you know, and it's worth noting too. I think people forget, right, in the conversation that like all the big AAA third-party stuff is available here. You know what I mean? Like people act like, you know, online that like this is like all you're going to be able to play here. Like I think Microsoft's smart enough to know that again, like the video game space and people's interests expand farther than just AAA stuff, and that there's so many studios making, especially third-party studios making AAA video games that like. To have a really truly great and diverse group of first party studios, you need to do more than like your, you know, your big triple A games. Like you just do. Like, um, so yeah. Uh anybody wanna touch on anything else before we start getting into specifics here or like, you know, weigh in on uh their thoughts or feelings on our first big look at next gen Xbox? No. So All we're right. just gonna go down yeah. the list of what, what the games were. Yeah, we'll go in order. Um so Halo Infinite. I kind of gave my initial, you know, take. Uh, the frame rate looked good on it, I will say. Um, I wasn't very sold on the graphics, but I'm willing to, you know, kind of chalk it up to, you know, it is potentially pre-alpha stuff that we're seeing there. Like, um, I doubt that, unfortunately, being so close to November. But I mean, for the dem- for demo purposes, you know what I mean? Like, I, don't I mean, yeah, there's definitely when... a lot of fine time to tune. I thought that the palette, like, looked really good, like the the color palette and everything and like, but like like you said, when it got to uh, up close and everything, it looked like you know Halo Three. Yeah, unfortunately, having just come off of the Master Chief Collection and uh, the uh, especially Halo Two, like the remaster, like without good that look, I think that's where there was that disconnect in my brain a bit, like of like you know what the cutscenes look like in that game um, were incredible, like they looked current gen, you know, and like like this just um, I, I, maybe it was just shock, you know, like just um kind of rubbed me the wrong way like but that you know that being said like the concept of it sounds cool i hope you know the execution's really like i'm all for like a open world or semi-open world halo game where you can start missions and go you know explore the ring and like do stuff and like you know uh kind of sort of out of order and um i like that it's chief you know focused like so i think that's all good stuff um it's on game pass so like it's not like gonna be a gamble for me or anything i just i would say my my reaction to this was probably a little more um lukewarm than i thought it would have been like given that you know going into the event we we're gonna see gameplay 
Would we all have bought Halo if it wasn't going straight to Game Pass? Uh, based on this, I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I would have. I, I don't know. I, yeah, I would have for sure. Would, Just because I, mean, I want to see. I'm I'm in, so invested in in chief's journey and everything and it's been five years since the last one and everything like i i just need to see what this I, game is and where it goes lukewarm on four and i never played five so i think i probably would have waited for reviews that this wasn't going to be free on game pass whereas like when i saw gears five i was like yeah i gotta have that day one on game pass or no like so um adam what'd you what'd you think i mean i thought halo was fun i like as a big apex dude the movement in the combat feels more like a modern day game Mm-hmm. um again like clamp uh, clambering up stuff the the grappling hook again it feels it looks to me like playing apex like the kind of movement and the way you're able to maneuver around that game um i think that again i'm watching the 4k video i think it looks i think it looks fine um i'm not really worried about it because like everything that they've shown us like whenever it's the videos of like him in the cockpit with the dude that's all in engine so i'm not necessarily worried and think it looks like a 360 game but that's just my opinion compared to what other people think so that's fine uh no i'm excited for it either way i mean again everything being on game pass makes it easier like i played i beat crackdown 3 just because i could do it you know i never would have bought that game so like i would have bought this game probably um and i'm excited to play it and again it doesn't cost me anything extra what i'm already doing so uh, I just hope that uh, you know people. I hope it's good. That's the main thing. I need yeah. the campaign to be good more. I don't give a shit if it's like, oh, that texture is not good enough. It's like, no, I want it to be good. Good story, yeah. um, Bobby. What? What is, are you a Halo guy? Uh, well, like I said right before this, uh, I was looking through my library of games that I have, and I have all the Halo games, but I don't think I've played one since three, or was it Reach? I think Reach. Uh, but yeah, it's it's the first Halo game of the next gen. So yeah, I'll get it either way. I do think some of the graphics looked a little weird in some parts, but again, it's way too early to judge a game like Halo. They're not going to put out Halo that looks like crap. So uh, people just need to be patient. You know, it's a, it's a wild time with the virus. So people are doing what they can. But yeah, it's a day one buy for me. Well, I'll use it in Game Pass first. Nice. Zach, did you want to add anything? I know you kind of touched on Halo a little bit earlier. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm personally uh, really excited for it. I thought, you know, when they were showing the, the gunplay and all that, it, it looked, you know, really fun. Uh, reminded me of, you know, that classic Halo gameplay that, that I love. Um, super excited to see, you know, how far and wide that world goes and, and if it's open area like Gears 5 or if it's, you know, they're actually going to, you know, maybe you complete a bunch of missions in one open area. They'll bring you to another open area and then you're scattered in another open area there. Kind of like Dragon Age type deal, going open area to area, not so much open world. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm super pumped for it. Um, I, I, I really like Halo. I really enjoyed Halo 4 more than most people. Um, I'm going to be working. I'm working my way through the Halo series now again with my buddy. So I'm working my way up to Halo 5. I've never beat it. So um, I'm, I'm, per- I'm personally really excited. Yeah, my brother and I are going to play through uh, Halo 4 and 5, um, probably for like another rental rush at uh, at some point, like just because uh, it's been since the launch that I played 4, so like on the 360 and uh, never played 5. Never, didn't really hear many good things about it, but yeah. Well, cool. Well, yeah, we'll know more in uh, well, presumably four months or so. I'm um, assuming they're going to start trickling more information about this game oh, now that sure. they revealed it. Yeah, I would imagine so as well. I'd be willing to bet maybe we get like a look at something next month, like Halo Infinite related or, you know, sometime certainly before. That'd be cool. Like once a month up until November, you know, give a give like a big update. 
demo or like a multiplayer look or something like that. Hey, a multiplayer demo would be cool. A beta. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. So let's move on to State of Decay 3. It was a CG announcement trailer. Um, I've never played any of the State of Decay games. I don't really like it's not my my thing. Uh, Anybody here a fan of State of Decay? Hell yeah. Yeah, I am too. I was high. This one was the big surprise that I was like, holy shit, let's go. Um, did you did you guess what it was like when? No, if, I didn't guess until I saw the wolf getting eaten. Then I was yeah. like, holy shit, it's State of Decay. I knew uh, what it was uh, when she was sharpening her thing at the fire. I told George, I was like, this is State of Decay. He was like, what? You think so? I'm just shocked because it only came out two years ago. Two did. Um, again, CGI trailer. So it's not, you know, what yeah. the game's going to look like or whatever, but. Two to three just the away. totally yeah, the, different tone. The t- I say the tone, and uh, I love those games so much. I've played the, so much of two and one, and those yeah, those games are awesome, man. The concept and the idea of it's awesome, and like the implement when they implemented co op in the second one, it was so cool, and like they got like so much of it right, but like they just got to get get rid of that jankiness that's in the game, and and tighten it up a little bit, maybe uh, maybe don't even have to bring the camera closer or anything, but if they could just tighten it up and make it um you know um more smooth and everything because that's that was my biggest problem with the game was just how how janky it was yeah no i mean that game was definitely a 40 dollar game um i'm with you if they do like this this tonal thing where it's like kind of more fucked up and then you just give it more time and money because like you said the concept is is fantastic like everything about it is great except for that it's a little janky and needs more time and money but i think it's going to get that so i'm very excited for three see now would would you be cool with like they totally like put it over the shoulder and like you act like like total like made it almost like almost like we how we were talking about obviously not to the scale but like how Sony's always got these gritty you know um you know uh, third person action adventure games if not turning it into an action adventure but bringing it over the shoulder like that and and kind of making it more uh, slowed down and, and and gritty but still the same concept of building up your bases and and doing all that would you be cool with that? That'd be awesome for me, man. Yeah. Like I said, just more time, more money. Bring it down. Make it make it feel more like a triple A game. I'd be happy with that. I'd be I'd, I'd be down. Yeah, because the like the, the concept of that, if they could if they could transform that concept into a triple A game, man, that would be that would be something. Would you play it then, Chris? You know, like it's one of those things that's always like on paper, like sounded great. And then I watched like gameplay footage of like one and i was like eh. and then when two came out and it was like oh, it's very much more state of the decay like you know there's a lot of bugginess and hitchiness where i was like uh, nope i'm out so like if it was executed like the concept sounds awesome so yeah um just it, it just kind of depend on how on how they do it honestly like i mean never say never i just if it's more of what's come before i have no interest in it but yeah, i think a lot of people wouldn't personally i mean I, I think the fans would but i don't think it would pull anybody new into that if it was just like uh stated to gay 2.5 yeah so yeah we'll see uh next up we had forza motorsport uh no number uh just forza, forza motorsport um if it, boy if anybody wanted to see next gen graphics like this was uh the showcase for that for sure this game looked awesome like as far as like just the graphical fidelity and you know ray tracing all that kind of good stuff um Again, not much of a racing guy, but uh, I did appreciate showing off the the hardware. Yeah, a racing game is always a good way to show off how good your machine looks. But like, yeah, look look at this, and then look at the Minecraft ray tracing videos, and you'll figure out why next gen ray tracing means so much. Yeah, oh, let's let's wild <laughs> rewind real quick too, because Halo Infinite is not launching with ray tracing. 
No, it's not. Which is like mind blowing to me. I guess I really want it to work on Xbox One. Like I, I want them to come out and say something about that man because like like how bad is it is it putting a damper on how much developers can like unleash the power of the Series X if they have to also develop these games for the Xbox One. I want clarification on that. What was it say again, Zach? Clarification on on like how much it is going to put a damper on developing games for the Series X and the One X simultaneously. Well, I've I've heard things where th- it, that's not a real thing. I think Phil Spencer specifically was talking about it. It's just like with PC, right? If you have the you know the twenty seventy super or the twenty eighty Ti super whatever, it still works on other lower end cards. You just can have more. It doesn't hold it back. Is what I've is what I've heard. Halo not having it's weird. I'm with you. That doesn't really make sense. But from everything I've heard, it's just like it doesn't hold back PC gaming. It'll work I, on an old PC. It'll work on the one with the twenty eighty Ti super. So. It's just weird specifically for Halo, but yeah, I've, I've heard developers say, no, that's not, there's no such thing as being held back by. But you got to look at it in terms of like, so the developer for the medium said that they can't develop that game for Xbox One because it's specifically like it, the, the, the technology is not there. It's not, it can't. Yeah, the simultaneous do, two worlds going. Yeah. It can't do what the game's putting it out to do. So, like, so you, you got to imagine, like, let's say like Everwild, right? Like, what if they were trying to do something super ambitious in there, but, you know, what if the power of the Xbox one doesn't allow for it? So now they have to take that ambition out to allow for whatever they want to build, to be able to be built and, and be successful on both consoles. You know what I'm saying? I'm not necessarily until we see that where it's like, Oh, this game is completely hampered by the, the old one. I don't, I don't think the developers are going to do that. Also, because Everwild's not coming out next year. Yeah, no, I was just using that as an, as an no, example. I know what you're, I know but what you're like, I'm, I'm, I, 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 like I said, I'm, I have no idea. So that's why I'm just saying I, I wish there was more clarification out there because if I'm confused about it, there's a million other people that are confused about it, and and I know it's it's a topic of conversation amongst a lot of the people in the gaming community. So it, I wish there was just a more clear answer out there for people. So that argument, like that topic of conversation could go away because i i i'm like i'm i'm a little you know like it you kind of put me at ease a little bit because you you said you know you heard that it's not even a thing but like, clarification would be no no i'm with you clarification is needed yeah i forgot god i heard it either on a podcast or an actual developer talking about it but um yeah i'm with you that people they need to communicate that so people aren't like is halo not going to be good because of the old one because of the old console i'm with you they need to clarify for sure. So speaking of uh, Everwild, like let's hop over that next. Uh, you touched on it briefly and uh, kind of our initial thoughts. Like, yeah, this game looks gorgeous. I don't know what the fuck it is, but um, it looks like something I'm very interested in playing. Like I am a sucker for great art styles and good world building. And it looks like this has that in spades. Um, I, I hope that, you know, in the coming months or like by next year, we have a better idea of like what the gameplay is going to be like and, you know, what, what kind of story it is. But um, yeah, what do you guys think? Yeah, I think I've already said my love for the my well, my love, my how uh, much I'm looking forward to seeing more from it, because just from the videos that we've seen and everything, I'm, I'm super intrigued off of, of what they're going for and everything and want to see more of that world. So, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely uh, super interested in it and can't wait to see more. And I, I hope they. Like we said, I hope they just start trickling information out more uh, closer to when these consoles get revealed and then just, I mean, revealed, uh, released, and then so on. So, yeah, definitely pumped. Adam, this do anything for you? Uh, I like Rare. Um, so I'll play it. And again, I, I, I don't really know what it is. It looks wild. Everwild, huh? Good one. 
Um, <laughs> it looks crazy. I just, I, yeah, I'm with you. I have no idea what it is. It's like animals and the world's crazy. I don't know. Again, I would like to see more about what it is exactly, but like as far as art direction and kind of a tone and everything. Yeah. looks interesting. So uh, it's so much easier to say, yeah, I'm willing to try this out when I don't have to pay for it. So yeah. Yeah. Um, right. Like it's, it's rare. So I, I want to give it a chance because I think rare has pretty much always done really good stuff. So I, I'm going to check that out. Do we think this is like, are we all on the same page? We think this is probably a like single player or like maybe co-op, but like limited. This this is not another games of service game, right? Like we all agree on that that much. Like we can kind of glean from the trailer. Yeah, I don't think it's a Sea of Thieves ish thing. I think with the four people being in the thing, I think maybe it's co-op. That's I think the most we're gonna get. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm thinking single player, and and you and you got a party with you or a party, either one. Yeah, cool. Maybe you will get it like a, you know, classic, like rare feeling like RPG. That'd be pretty neat. Right. Like if they did another RPG, it's been a while. For sure. If there's not a Viva Pinata like garden hidden in this world, I'll be very <laughs> nice. Uh, so we got um, next up is tell me why ain't nothing but a heartbreak. Yeah. God kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is the next uh, game from don't nod to correct me if I'm wrong. They're the. Uh, Fucking life, uh, life is strange. Yeah, I like to think it was before the storm, but yes, life is strange, folks. So another like kind of third person narrative driven uh, game. Um, looks interesting. I just haven't uh, I haven't played Life is Strange or Life is Strange Two, so I don't know a whole lot about like you know other than like the very very broad strokes on what these games tend to be. It seems like usually there's like some sort of mystery, a lot of uh, character, a lot of narrative um choices and that kind of thing um what do you guys think uh the only game that i've played any i played the first episode of life is strange from them i thought it was really cool um don't know why i never continued it i plan on it but the only I, the only game i played from there is from uh dot nod or don't nod um uh like put a lengthy amount of time in was vampire i don't know if any of you guys played that game Mm-mm. uh it was actually a ton, ton game pass i think unless they took it off um oh, yeah, vampire with a y yeah, really, really cool story and everything. Really cool world. Um, the gameplay left a, a lot to be desired and everything. Very conversation focused. Um, but so based off of that and, and what I played in Life is Strange, like I, I, I know like they'll probably tell a really good story and everything. And and choice is obviously a, a big thing. And I'm a, I'm a sucker for choice games. I, I love I love doing those. So uh, I, I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and and keep it on my radar. Um, I'm not gonna play it before I play. Life is Strange or Life is Strange 2 or Finish Vampire, but um, I, I definitely want to play through those games actually rather quickly because they've been on my mind. So, but I, it definitely intrigued me because, you know, um, all their games have reviewed, well, minus Vampire, their Life is Strange games, which is this is much more in that vein, have reviewed really well. So, Bobby, are you into this type of game or is this not your jam? Uh, I, I probably will uh, eventually. Like, I have both of the Life is Strange and then. Uh, the second one they did, but I did not play them. But I am I am intrigued uh, to play that. Cool. Next up, we got a cool look at the Series X um, sort of enhancement for uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisp, showing uh, the difference between 60 and 120 20 frames per second. Which was and, nuts. Yeah, it was nuts. And it looks like they were hinting at like some other things that you could kind of you know toggle on or off uh, with the next version as well this has been one of my favorite games of the year uh or in the will of the wisp i thought it was fantastic 
um it's just such a beautiful game it's a great story like the gameplay feels awesome so i'm excited to uh to go back and check this out like i said i've got some things that i never finished on uh on the original so i will definitely um pick this up when it comes out what do you guys think yeah george what do you think what's up yeah man it was great wasn't it sorry oh. guys <laughs> Joining us from the tip of America's dick, a very late George Arevalo. George, we we are talking about Ori and the Will of the Wisp and the enhancement shown off. I can't remember. Did you play uh, this or the original? I did not. No, I did not play this. Um, but uh, I was uh, I was kind of happy to see a game take over, um, take advantage of the up to 120 as much of it. Um, that's going to be flexing that uh, at least not around. So that's that'll be pretty neat. And what were your, uh, since we didn't, you know, have you on at the beginning, what was your overall thoughts on the, uh, on the conference? I, I was telling these fellas initially, I had kind of a lukewarm response, but on reflection, like, you know, from the ensuing hours, I actually um, kind of warmed to the idea that there's a lot of diversity. Like, I think, you know, my, Microsoft and Sony used to be kind of more apples to apples, and I think they're more apples mm-hmm. to oranges, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. I think it, like, incentivizes you more um, if you're, you know, a diverse gamer to have both consoles because you have very different experiences with both of them like you know if microsoft just did the same thing sony did like you know it'd be basically just triple a triple a um you know mainly like third person um big narrative experiences and i think it's kind of neat on reflection that they're doing something a little bit different um but uh what what, what did you think did you have you warmed in the ensuing hours because you and i watched it together in party and i know you kind of had the same reaction i did initially yeah, the, I think the, the biggest issue that I had is, or uh, in hindsight, is that the biggest things that were going to be revealed um, at the showcase was were things that we already knew about. Like we know we we're going to get Halo. Uh, it was pretty much all but confirmed. We were going to get um, Fabled as well, um, or Fable. I'm sorry. And um, you know, um, so there wasn't any like huge, huge surprises. Um, obviously, they have it is apples to oranges. They've got different business models. Uh, Xbox is selling us something different, and I'm sure we're going to get something more. Uh, my expectations would have been a little bit tempered if it was a little bit more clear that this was going to be basically a, a Game Pass thing, like showing off Game Pass, the future of Game Pass, and where that's going. That's not going to encompass all of the Xbox games going forward, but uh, I understand it's like a pretty substantial part. My, my thing was like there were games in the PS5 demo that um that really got my got the got the blood flowing you know like i, I can't remember the name but the, that game where um the assassin game where you had the, like the time loop and it even had some multiplayer like yeah nothing that xbox Definitely. showed was anything close to that in terms of like energy or excitement you know um so like it wasn't bad uh by any means there was a, a lot of cool things just you know nothing nothing that really uh stuck out there and i was a little disappointed with how much they showed for, for fable or rather, didn't show anything. Yeah, I, uh, I, I think we'll uh, get into that a little bit more here uh, towards the end. But I, I am, a, I'm in agreement with you on the Fable thing. That is something I did not warm to. Uh, I got more sort of disappointed as I thought about that. Um, yeah, it's like you left that for last, and that's what you're going to show us. Like that's your big finale. It's just, it's here. Like we kind of already assumed that it was, you know. Yeah, and it's been rumored for so long, man. Like you figured, I, I heard like the rumor was just like a, a scenery trailer and. I was like, man, this game has been rumored to be in development by these guys for so long. It, they, th- there's no way that they're not going to show us more than that. And I'm shocked that that's all we got. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a big fan of CG trailers for like reveals personally. Like, you know, like 
I think like back to like God of War and like even uh, to, to a lesser extent, like the Uncharted, the Lost Legacy, where, you know, it was like five minutes into that trailer before we knew like what was going on. The gameplay, tra- like that's the way you show a game, man. Like, like ha- have it start up. People suspect maybe what it is. And then like it's so much more impactful when like y- it's not just a tone piece, but like an actual showcase of like what the fuck the game is like personally. Yeah, my, my biggest thing is like you took. I mean, Fable took off all of the current gen, right? Like they just took that time off, you know, and that's that's what you got for us after all this time. Like, well, no, they were making that Fable Legends game that four years into the cycle got canned, and they dissolved the studio. So, right, right, right. I mean, you know, taking it off is 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 harsh, but you you we basically got nothing since the the prior gen, you know. And I don't know, I just would have hoped that they, you know, they could have shown a little bit more to it, you know. Uh, I know that the prediction of the 2021 was was uh, pretty out there, but you know, <laughs> this game looks like it's several years away. Well, the good news for you, little transition here, is that while it might be further than 2021, you nailed it with the Outer Worlds uh, DLC story DLC uh, reveal, and it is coming September 9th of this year. So you were 100% correct on your uh, prediction. And hey, I am super like grateful. Like September 9th seems like the perfect time for this because nothing else is really that I know of going to be out then. So, uh, you know, a good like 10 hour is what I would guess this would be like maybe like six to eight um, DLC to hop back in Outer Worlds. Sure. Why the fuck not? This looks cool. Yeah, I'm super excited about that. Like I, I really enjoyed that game. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, and, you know, now with everything being delayed and stuff yeah september 9th it's great you know probably knock that out in a couple weeks and and uh move on to something else but i'm glad to see more of that story you know it was a very fun game like you know a good game not 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 great or anything amazing out of this world but it was a really fun game man for for something for on game pass like that it's good stuff how about the rest of you guys uh i know a few of us played outer worlds uh, and enjoyed it are you excited for for more Yes, I'll finally finish the game and I'll play go straight to the DLC. Um, I love the studio. The game was fun. I just never went back to it, but I'm pretty close to the end, so I think I'll wait till like July or July September seventh, finish it, then go straight into the DLC. So I'm I'm very excited, to, and I'm sure it's it's free on Game Pass. I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah, everything is on Game Pass that was shown. So yeah, cool. Fantastic. How about you, Zach and Bobby? I'm in. I like it. I never played, and I I don't think I plan on playing. Really, Zach? Really, Zach? I thought you you would have played that. Do you like like the Fallout games? Is that ever your thing? Uh, yeah, never never beat any of the Fallout games. I played them. Got uh, I got about at least maybe twenty five, thirty hours into Fallout Four. I just even in my even in my home city, man, just couldn't couldn't do it. Didn't well, grip me like that. Yeah, I mean, if, um, I don't know if sometimes um, fall the Fallout games are a bit like overwhelming in terms of like they're just too much to do. You know, uh, this game is one that's it's pretty condensed and like tightly packed in. If you ever want to give it a shot, I really would recommend it. It's not like an all time great, but it's just like a fun, relatively short and, you know, story. Good story. Yeah, I think so. It's like I would say it's like Fallout Light in terms of its size. And it's a little bit more um, more linear than than typical Fallout games. But it has that Fallout style. I think it's got more arguably um, more of the personality that I like, which is like the the silliness, like the humor is, you know, really, really goofy, which I totally appreciate. But uh, um, I mean, if, if we're going to transition to the next game, um, 
I'm super pumped for for Avowed just because it's. I'm assuming it's going to take full advantage of of what the console of the series, what the Series X can do, seeing as it's it's probably a few years away. So I'm super excited to see you know a built from the ground up RPG, you know that Obsidian is going to pour their heart into because I I I know like the stories and all that that they put out are 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 usually really good so i'm super excited to see what that has to this looks like it has the potential like out of all the games to probably easily could be like a 10 out of 10 must play like amazing xbox uh like of course so early like who knows but as far as potential like and this like i am a sucker for like a good like dark fantasy rpg does um it was adam that put this out that 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 guess right does it does it not count then if it's uh because it is set in the pillars of eternity world not pillars three give me my points yeah i i told adam i'd give it to him on a technicality because it while it's not really technically a new ip it is not pillars of eternity three and it is first person i feel like it's different enough that like uh, i'll consider that uh so you guys are the only two that ended up with points in our predictions the rest of us are fucking shit out of luck um (laughs) but uh yeah, so um, there was plenty more shown. Uh, we're kind of running out of time, but uh, 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 as Dusk Falls looked boring as shit to me, um, Psychonauts 2 looked crazy and fun. Destiny going free-to-play on Game Pass, like including all the content and expansions, just minus the season pass is cool. And That's Stalker awesome. 2, like, oh man, like I, I had a, a buddy who was like super into Stalker and uh, uh, college and... Um, you know, I, I like watch them play occasionally, and it looked like a really, really fun world. So I'm great with that. And uh, yeah, Warhammer Forty Thousand, Dark Tide, kind of a you know uh, spinoff of Vermintide. So four core, four player co op game, kind of in the same vein as like Left 4 Dead. Sure, Tetris Effect multiplayer. Sure, love Tetris Effect. The Gunk Medium. I mean, we had like a lot of damn good like games. Like, uh, um, and then it, like we touched on Fable already. Um, and kind of how we feel if anyone wants to add anything about fable before we uh kind of wind down and transition to what we've been playing be my guess like but i'm i'm with george 100 like i was just like nah, i would have waited would have rather waited another year for you to like show something if that was all we're gonna get no i understand they gotta be like hey guys we're bringing here's a big one we're bringing it back uh i'm excited whenever it comes out fable has always been a fun time sure it's a good series you know like you, you know we were talking about the studio got just de- <laughs> destroyed got uh shut down and you know that Fable Legends game didn't look like the best, so just a return to form will be will be cool. So I'm excited for another Fable RPG. Oh, I'm not. I don't have any doubt that it'll be great. I mean, again, like playground, like games, just makes like some of the the best looking like you know environments. So like that alone, like I mean, I feel like they have a huge leg up. But as long as I can grow horns, hell yeah, I'm good. Um, how about you, Bobby? Sure. <laughs> He's like, Sorry, oh, and, and baseball just started, so I just turned it on. So that's my fault. Focus, buddy. Focus. I'm we're, sorry, we're almost I just, done. I just we're almost done. Yeah. I'm, yep. Yep. So uh, we'll uh, we'll kind of wind down and talk about what we've been playing. We can wrap up some more of this next week if we're feeling inclined. Um, you know, as we kind of marinate a little bit more on what we saw. Um, we'll start with Adam. Yeah, just real quick, I've been uh, diving into the whole PC thing because. Yeah. Um, it's a big strong boy. It's a good time. Uh, started playing Splinter Cell Blacklist for the first time ever. The game's real fun. I bought it twice. Whatever. Uh, Far Cry New Dawn as well because it's like eight dollars on Ubisoft Store. And then I beat Arkham Origins the other day as well. So having a good oh, time. Oh man, I've actually been in to play that again. Story, yeah. it's so good. It yeah, the story's great. Um, the performances are good. 
Uh, and it looks like a current gen game whenever you just fucking put everything to ultra. It's a real good time. So yeah, uh, some yeah, just playing on the PC, having a good time. Very cool. I can't wait for AC to be working upstairs so I can play on my PC again. George, what have you been playing? Um, I don't want to steal a thunder, so I'm gonna let Zach go here. Um, because I know he's really excited to talk about the same thing that I would be talking about. So nah, let's let's talk about this as a collective man because I just wanted to talk about it with you guys. But Ghost of Tsushima is fucking awesome. It is. Yeah. It, it is. Um, God, man, I'm having so much fun playing this game. Uh, I do see a little bit of the the criticism of it being a little repetitive, but like I just feel like the game, the gameplay, um, and everything is done so tastefully that I, I don't mind. the The repetitive part is kind of fun to keep doing over and over. You know, like the yeah, man, the hook so the, far, the, the, the gameplay hook is is there, and I'm only. Man, I I put a lot of hours into it, and I'm still only on the first section of Same. this island. That's and my worry right there. Is that like the gameplay loop is great for me, like now? But I'm I'm seeing I got two more area, like the area I'm well, in now, and the two more, and I'm like, oh, I know I for know. sure. I know for sure they kind of um like force you into a a much more stealthy kind of role when you go onto another portion of the island, and it it kind of like. I heard. I don't. I, I don't know. Obviously, I'm not there. Um, but I heard it kind of like it flips the gameplay. It kind of forces you to like rethink how you're how you've been playing the game and all that. So um, I'm, I'm excited gotta, to get to that. I gotta assume they're doing do something a little different as you as you jump into the other areas. I am I am pretty close to being done with the first area. I think I am. I have more than half of the area liberated. I'm just missing like the top left corner. I think that's Same. like like Komoda. Yeah. Um, so so I'm, I'm definitely getting there uh yeah man like dude i love the way that that they track quests here like the wind you know yeah. it's 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 so cool uh it's so nice also and because it's not like getting in the way like i would have hate to have a quest marker that's like you know it's just sitting there in the middle of the screen on such a beautiful game i like how the wind works seriously man um, i, no I hub, love map like that's really yeah i love the um, um the fox dens and i love the, the the bird that'll guide you if something's around your area and you can kind of follow it you know like you don't yeah. have to kill yourself to find like secrets in that game seriously you know? and, and and it makes the whole collectibles thing just just very way more fun pleasant like yeah like i i enjoy it and i feel like the map the map is massive um i do wish that more fog cleared up you know even with the the armor maxed out, the traveler's armor maxed out. Uh, I do still have like these like little spots in the map, which I know there's nothing there, but they're bombing. Yeah, I know exactly. I want to go and clear them. Um, so that is uh, that is a little bit um, annoying, and I also and that's probably my only complaint. That and the fact that I feel like I have to wear this traveler's armor the vast majority of the time, but you can pretty much switch armors instantly at any moment. Um, but it would be maybe nice if you could maybe like equip it to like a macro or type thing. Um, because or like when you're make it a around, like, you know, like just make it a part of like something that doesn't affect your stats. I yeah. Like it would have been nicer to just make it a headband. Personally. Yeah. Like what, you know, there's no reason, you know, you, you, to, to be traveling around with anything other than that armor, because like you could come across something that'll make it pulse. Um, so that's probably the only thing. Um, but, I have uh, not been using that armor at all. I you should, been. man. Because it, it, it clears up more of the map for you, and it'll and it'll start like pulsing if you're near a collectible, and it'll guide you to it. Yeah, I mean, I I know that I I like the the damage boost. I I got the Ronin armor right now that I've been wearing, and 
and I've been really into that one. And then the Samurai Ama one, which reduces damage. Uh, yeah, I thought I thought it's really good too because I'm uh, right now I'm the, I like every time it says standoff man I'm hitting that button and and uh, no matter how many guys are there and it's like the most satisfying thing when you're able to like switch stances in the middle of all these fights and everything and when you're in that samurai armor you, you don't have to worry as much about getting hit if you maybe miss a parry or something like that so but like you said you can change almost instantly like if you're like oh here's some guys let me just change real quick before I get into the standoff. Exactly. Uh, you can do that. So would have been would have been real nice if there was something like if it was going to be like this. If you could just like hot hop swap to it like instantly with a uh, a function on the controller or something like that would have been would have been cool. Like you know how you can swipe um, on that on that pad on the PlayStation controller to do something like sheath your sword or, or yeah out maybe something like that where you could pick one other armor to just swap you know back and forth. That would have been a nice touch uh, for something like this. But I mean, other than that, man, it's the game's just a game's just a lot of fun, man, and it's and it's and uh, it's been a nice uh, change of pace for that kind of game. I was a little worried at first because you know it has a little bit of that Far Cry element, that Horizon element, that kind of wore me out. Um, in which those games I couldn't finish because it was just too much stuff on the map. But this, it just seemed like it was done a lot, like a lot better paced, you know. I like yeah. appreciate that there's like enough like the missions are spread out enough too that like you kind of like naturally if you do side quests like go into other areas and like stumble across stuff like where like it doesn't feel like you're having to go out of your way and I'll, I commend them on their trophies too by the way the fact that you don't have to get everything to get a trophy like you know there might be a couple of exce exceptions maybe for like springs or something like that maybe but like you just have to get x amount of certain collectible collectibles to get the platinum trophy you can you know platinum this game without like 100 it if that makes sense which is really nice for an open world game and you can suspend quests in this game which i know a lot of open world games don't do and it's really cool if you're exploring and you decide to you know go off it's not gonna penal it's not gonna you know penalize you for it if you are on a mission and you go and start another mission, the mission that you're on will will resume right where you, you left off when you go to pick it back up. So right. it, it's it's really cool the way that, that, that it does that. I thought that's a cool feature that maybe a lot of uh, open world games uh, should hopefully implement. Yeah, I think there are a couple of games, game. a couple missions that don't let you do that. But yeah. yeah, it is nice to be able to like mid-mission you find a spring or a shrine and you go and knock that out real quick and go, keep going about your, your business. But um dude how about the story man how about the story and the uh the character development for some of these like i feel like this story is like super compelling i thought it might be at first like your just typical samurai story but you can see this this guy really struggling with with his code and what he needs to do to to survive um man it's it's tough it's tough uh watching it and, I, and i'm very very excited to see how it goes man yeah, I I I seen a lot of uh, criticisms on on Jin's character and how he's kind of like flat, but I I don't view him that way at all. Like you said, I view him as super conflicted and when he first has to start going against his code, you could see that like it's 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 really hitting him and and you know, I I don't want to, you know, get into like spoilers or anything, but they they go into some flashbacks as to you know why he you know, follows the code he does and what led him down the path that he's on and why he's conflicted. And, you know, he stays true to himself, you know, despite everything that's going on. And, and you know, it's, it's cool when you get to hear his thoughts in his head when you go to those springs and everything. And, you know, because he, he kind of talks to himself different than he talks to everybody else. So it's like you see a different side of him. 
almost. And uh, I, I, I thought, yeah, I'm, I'm super into the story. I'm in, in his supporting group, you know, on the first island right now, man, his supporting cast is, is, is really strong. So I'm excited to see where, where they all go and everything. And, and, and uh, Koto Khan is, I thought it was super intriguing from what I've seen of him so far. I can't wait to see more of him. I thought his character was really cool and I'm super pumped to see uh, where they go with, with him too. Yeah, definitely, man. Like, uh, yeah, his, uh, his band of, uh, I guess, uh, the sensei and, and Yuna, like, I, I don't know. I, I, I enjoy all of that. And, and especially as the game progresses and you're starting to build this reputation as like this ruthless, you know, uh, killer, like you see how he's uncomfortable with it, you know, like he's not really enjoying what he's doing, but then you're also kind of like, but is he though, you know, maybe he kind of is like, I don't know. It's, I, you know, I hope the next couple areas deliver, you know, I hope it's not like a kind of like a reskin of the first one. We'll see. Um, but so far, so good, man. How do you, how, how do you guys like, like the sword play? Cause I, I love it, man. Like, like I was saying earlier, transitioning between the different stances, like mid fight to, to take on whoever's charging at you. And, you know, even before that, you're like doing that stance where you got a whole triangle to uh, wait for him to come. And, you know, as you can unlock uh, more guys to, to cut down before you actually jump into the initial fight. Like how, how do you guys actually like the, the sword play? Oh, I, I mean, I, I love the, the stances. I think the, the sword play is really good. Um, I wish that you unlock the stances just slightly faster because I do think the combat gets more interesting as you unlock the stances, if you, you know, use them, which you, you'd be kind of, you know, an idiot for if you don't use the stances, honestly, like it's a huge advantage. Um, and it feels good once you kind of get the muscle memory down of like where they are, you know, holding down the R2 and then pushing triangle, square, you know, X, whatever, across, whatever uh, it's called on the PlayStation. But um, yeah, I like it, man. It's it's not Sekiro, but um, it's it's a pretty good like approximation, like uh, no lock on either. That that fucking drives me nuts, bro. Like I like that. I was gonna. I'm glad you brought it up because I was gonna be my last thought on the game. Was uh, I think that is just the most mind-boggling choice is to not have a lock-on system for the, that's inexcusable. But yeah, I don't know if it was to try and amp up the difficulty or or what. But I kind of yeah, find myself swinging at air. Design choice. Like yeah, I think it's inexcusable. It's one of my few complaints, though. I think this game's you know gorgeous and uh, overall, I'm having a blast. Like way more fun than I thought I was. Like reading some of the reviews like george kind of pushed me over the edge to like get it he's like ah don't be a bitch get it and i'm like all right fine and uh i'm really glad that i did man like uh, i'm having you know uh, you guys taking any pictures it. not yet oh uh, i've taken so many <laughs> I, I haven't um i'm really sad I, i'm not playing on a ps4 pro like, the more i play this game the more i'm like this would be so much nicer on my 4k hdr tv you know <laughs> but uh but yeah, I mean, the lock screen thing, I didn't even, the lock on thing, I didn't even think about, honestly. I mean, yeah, it makes sense. Probably would make it easier. There are a couple of times where I feel like I'm I'm trying to back off, but I'm just kind of strafing, you know? Um, but, but but for the most part, I haven't felt like, like whacking at air. But yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I, I wonder why they did that. It's more just I want to be able to focus on one person in a fight and isolate them and, and you know, go for it. And, uh, you know, I don't miss necessarily. It's just that sometimes, like, it's, I would rather be able to you know have laser focus but that's it um uh bobby have you started playing this or adam either of you guys uh i installed it uh two days ago but i have not played it yet that's progress you know that's that's i opened it yeah at least it's on the system guys (laughs) (laughs) it might actually still be in there uh yeah i think it is it's in there i might try it 
You probably should. Uh, no, I have not played it. I'm not going to play it to PS5 because I don't have a PS4 anymore. So, ah, uh, man. All right, fair enough. Well, yeah, it's a uh, if you're itching for an open world game when you get the PS5, uh, highly recommend it. Like, it's this was it's this was the only one. Well, of course, Last of Us, no duh. But this was the only game that was like that's the only one I really, really want to play. But I was like, since at the time it was like still eight months away, I was like, I'm just going to get the give my full money for the PS4 now. But I that is the one that I wanted to play the most. So it's good to hear that it's uh, people like it. Might come to PC with the way things are going with Sony. You know, that's true. I'll just buy it on PC. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Uh, so the only other game I've been playing uh, besides Destiny, of course, which is like pretty much redundant at this point to say uh, is uh, Resident Evil 4, believe it or not. I, I bought it like a long time ago on sale, like for like five bucks. And I felt really guilty that I never got around to playing it because it was one of my favorite games from, you know, the GameCube PS2 generation. And I'm nearly done with it. Um, it's amazing how much you remember from back in the day. And holy shit, did it take me like a good two hours to get used to the controls, not being able to move and aim. Like just uh, you know uh, how the camera works, but now that I got into it, uh, it's been fun to play it again. So, all right, I'm out, fellas. You guys take it easy. See you later, Zach. Um, George, uh, did you have you been playing anything else besides Ghost or and Destiny, or is that uh, no, nah, man? That is that is it. That is it. I'm glad that I could talk about Ghost. Yeah, yeah. Destiny. I mean, whatever. That's been fantastic. Uh, <laughs> Adam or not Adam? Sorry, Bobby. Uh, how about you, man? We haven't gotten around to what you've been up to. Uh, I, I've been completing a few of the older games I had on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, just platinum them too to get them out of my way. And I'm playing MLB to show and Rocket League. That's about it. Cool. Nothing wrong with that, man. Rocket League has uh, been something I've been kind of itching to like play. Like I might, uh, I might get some games in tonight, honestly. Like I could use like a little bit of a break, like some co-op, uh, just like, you know, have some fun. So George, if you're down after the podcast a little bit later on, like, yeah yeah for sure man i've played a little bit a lot of fun awesome well uh fellas that about does it for this week uh time flew flew by as as it normally does when we're talking about video games um we'll uh we'll get together next uh week um actually yeah we'll talk off mic but i may not be able to uh appear next week uh, as i'll be on vacation but maybe we'll coordinate something uh until next time uh anybody want to plug anything it's just normal stuff. Follow me on Twitter, Adam Gumby, for all my tweets about things I make and edit, because I edit all the stuff. <laughs> yes, sir. Robbie Bobby Miller on Twitch, right, Bobby? Yes, sir. All righty. And uh, I'm at It's Waterman on uh, Twitter and Rental Rush on Twitch. George, anything you want to plug? No, nah, nothing for me. Cool. All righty. Well, until next time, we love you guys. Like, share, subscribe. We'll see you next week. Peace.